It's power back time on the Gutsy Podcast. Each episode brings you five minutes of condensed inspiration to reclaim the courage and momentum you've unintentionally given away. You've got big things to do, so let's get your power back. Do you always feel like you have to be on doing something or productive to feel good? Whereas if you're sitting still or enjoying life or living at a slower pace, you start to feel guilty. You start to feel shameful. Your list runs through your head like a waterfall. You want to be able to relax, but your brain is telling you that you need to be busy. On today's Power Back episode, we are talking about making this shift. If we first humanize the shit out of this, understanding where is it coming from, what's going on in the first place, and then you have the tools to be able to do something different about it, then my friend, you can shift this and you don't have to continue to be busy for no fucking reason. Before we dig into the details though, I have opened up my calendar for coaching clients for 2024. I'm really excited to work with a handful of driven, passionate women that are ready to do the thing, but feel like they are stuck in their own way. You need some clarity, you need some guidance, you need someone outside of your own fucking head to help point you in the right direction. So let's give it a test run. Let's do a free coaching call. Go to lauraora.com, schedule yours. I've opened up 10 slots. And for 45 minutes, I'm going to hear you out. We're going to see what's going on. We're going to get a game plan and know how to move forward together with the best support. If you're tired of thinking about it and you're ready to make the big changes that you know that you're ready for, go to lauraora.com and grab one of the free spots today. All right, my friend, let's talk about this giant pain in the ass, shall we? This whole feeling about always needing to be on. I must be productive. I have to be doing something. I, I can't possibly sit still. There's always too many things to do. Yet there's something in your soul that is crying for you to be able to sit down and fucking relax. There's often this feeling like if I don't do this thing, then it's all going to fall apart. Or maybe it's this needing of filling time. Like sitting still feels unnatural. Sitting still feels unsafe. Sitting still like takes your anxiety through the fucking roof. So if you're feeling any or all of those things, then I'm hopeful today that we can start to shift that so that you can start to not only get some relief, but build a new tolerance for a new healthier habit for yourself. So I want to start with a story because I think that this is very relatable for many of us. So I met a friend at the park for a walk on like a Wednesday at 11 a.m., right? Which just seems like a very odd time, but you know, we both are business owners. We both have our own freedom and schedule flexibility. So we decided to meet at the park and take a walk together. I love a good walk and talk. I love being in nature. I love being with good people. So for me, that's a win-win-win situation. So we're walking, we're talking, and every so often I can feel my brain and my body be like, hmm, Should we check the time? Oh, do we need to get back into the office? Oh, I wonder if somebody needs something from me. And I kept catching myself saying those things and feeling that stuff and was able to shift it back into the moment, which I'm going to teach you about here at the end of this episode. But where it got really interesting was 
once we were finished, she had to get going. And I was sitting there and I still felt this need to still be at the park. It was a beautiful, beautiful, like, dare I say, perfect fall day. The leaves were gorgeous, right? Like it just, the cool, crisp air felt amazing on my body and in my lungs. And I felt this tug to go on another walk, but by myself. And this, my friend, is where the brain kicked in and was like, Laura, it's Wednesday, it's during the work week, and you need to be doing some work. I need you to hurry up and get back. We need to get on the phone and check in. We need to see what's going on. And I was like, hold the fucking phone here. Like, what is going on? I've gotten very good at catching these thoughts and these feelings and then just getting to know them. It's a lot of what I teach you here in the podcast, in coaching and in my classes is about building awareness and getting curious about what it's trying to tell you. So I caught it and I was like, okay, what's, what's going on here? What are you trying to tell me? What is coming up for me right now that's making me feel anxious in an otherwise incredibly perfect situation? And for a few moments, I was able to reflect in how for the last 16 years, I've been conditioned as a business owner that I need to be the first one in the door and the last one out the door, that I always need to be available for people that if I'm not working, I'm not making money. If I'm not making money, then that challenges my survival. And then if we go even further back, we talk about some preconditioning, some trauma responses from a child where a lot of the roles and responsibilities were put on me. Laura, if you do not do this, then this bad thing is going to happen. And so from a very, very, very early age, I was taught that it was up to me to handle it all. So after sitting with this for, I don't know, five or 10 minutes, I was like, okay, I understand what's going on better. I'm not trying to fix it. I'm not trying to unpack huge things right now, right? This is not a therapy session. I'm just getting to know this better. I have a little bit more compassion and understanding with myself, not trying to wrong it. I'm not trying to control it. I'm just allowing this thing to come up, get curious about it and allow it to pass through. And when you begin to incorporate this as your regular practice, the way that you respond to these feelings instead of reacting, reacting would have been like, yep, you're right. I'm feeling anxious. I've got all this stuff to do. If I'm not working, I'm not making money. If I'm not making money, then my house is going to go. If I don't have my house and my Sunday, okay, <sighs> let's breathe through that. You see how very quickly that shit can escalate. And by incorporating this type of process, you diffuse it. So instead of reacting like that, or however you might react in a situation, you get to consciously respond to it instead. And that's exactly what happened in the situation. I spent five or 10 minutes with it. I got curious about it. I allowed it to come up. I allowed it to move through. And then my conscious mind was like, you know what we get to do? We get to go for a walk because we have created a life where we are able to control our own schedule. We are out here right now Anything that's back in the office will be there when you get back there and everything is going to be fine. Taking another 20 minutes for yourself is not going to cause you to lose everything that you've ever created. In fact, it's going to add value. It's going to lower your stress. You're going to be more present. You're going to be more tapped into your creative geniusness. And so when I go back to the office, I get to infuse all of that fucking amazingness back into my creation. 
And even if I choose to not go back to work when I get there and do something else instead, I get to carry that goodness with me. Like that is for me and whatever outlet I choose to use it for, if any. And this is what I want to guide you through today because I got to respond and you know what I did? I went for another walk and I didn't even put on music, which is very unlike me, but it was just such a perfect day that I just wanted to like suck it all up in, in a sponge and carry it around with me for the rest of my life. And, and I get to now because I remember that. I remember that experience. And, and this is very important, I introduced a new alternative to my mind and my body. Because if you don't choose to change this and you continue to do the thing that you know how to do, which is to go back, to be busy, to fill your time, to stop resting, then you are reinforcing to your mind and your body that that is the only option. That continues to be the familiar action and that groove gets deeper and deeper every single time that you choose that action. Whereas if you feel the temporary discomfort, you lean into it, you get curious about stuff, you allow it to come up and move through, and then you consciously choose to do something different instead, my friend, you introduce a new option to your mind and your body. One that shows you that, hey, you know what? It's okay to do this. I did this and everything was fine. I did this and I felt more relaxed. I did this and my anxiety was lower and it starts to build a new memory in your brain that says, hey, you know what? I remember that we did this before and that actually kind of felt a little bit okay. So I I think that we could do that again. And after doing that enough times, you start to build up a new healthier habit. You build a tolerance for great things. We often talk about the subconscious in a way where it stores negative emotions and old habits and stuff. And that is a thousand percent true, my friend. But you know what else the subconscious stores? Your great habits too. The good, healthy things that you do for yourself. The amazing memories that you hold. And so when you take back the reins, when you take your power back by going through this, you store new subconscious beliefs and habits And then it becomes a little bit more natural for you. You don't have to think about it as much. I think that's one of the things that comes up sometimes with coaching clients that they're like, oh God, you know, like, when is this going to get easier? It, It will, but we have to do the work to get to that point. We have to build this new tolerance, this new system within your whole ecosystem to let your body know like, hey, this is an option. And after you do this for enough time, you don't have to think about it as much. And it's not one of those things where it's cut and dry, black and white, like one day you think about it a lot and the next day you don't, right? It just kind of gradually tapers off until one day you're going to be sitting poolside or you're going to be snuggled up on your couch reading a book or you're going to be present with your kids or you're going to be having like a really awesome day at work and you're going to be like, holy shit, I, I feel better now. I feel more clear feel more present. I'm actually here. I'm enjoying it. I don't feel like I have to fill my time anymore. I don't even know when that happened, but I fucking did it. I fucking did it. And man, you want to talk about some empowerment of self? When you realize that you did the thing that once felt impossible, my friend, you can move fucking mountains. So I want to give you a couple little tangible things 
that you can start to implement like yesterday, right? This is the how, right? That's always the magic question is, well, how do I do this? Well, I walked through the scenario loosely and gave you some tips along the way, but here are just a couple of things that if you want something very specific to focus on, um, a good place to start. So first, first, my friend, you got to get real with yourself. What are you resisting and why? You know, I will forever tell you that the thing that you want the most is often behind the thing that you resist the most. The thing that I want most in my life is white space and freedom. I love me an open day where I get to decide how I'm going to spend it. I get to honor my body in different ways. Like it's just a much more free flowing spirited way, which is a thousand and ten percent who I am. Let me go back to the story about the park. That was white space. That was freedom. But boy, did I want to resist that. Man, did I want to like shove that away. I wanted to get back into the grind because that's how I knew to control the situation. That's where I have comfort, not because it's comfortable, but because I know how to handle it. I know how to process it. I know how to navigate it. And I know it is successful. Motherfucker. <laughs> this is the wake up call to resistance. When you realize that even though it's uncomfortable, there is comfort in it because you know how to handle it. And so if you get very real with yourself about what do I actually really want? What is it about this downtime, the rest time, the white space, the creative freedom, the whatever it is for you? What is it that I actually want? And then start to look at how you're resisting it. How are you going against that green? How are you avoiding that thing? It often pops up in these types of scenarios. And when I'm, you know, at the park and I'm like, you know, what I really want is white space and freedom. I'm resisting that like hell, like my life depends on it. I also get to know that I get to introduce that back into my life so that I know how to handle that as well. So get real. What are you resisting and why? How is that showing up in your life or in your business? The second thing that you can do is introduce being off. So we're talking about always needing to be on. What does it feel like to be off? Well, for many, and you, oh, I even felt you like, suck, like suck it back up. Nope, I can't be off. Got to do things. Okay, hold on. Hold on a second. <laughs> Let's just pause because that's what this entire step is about, is about introducing it. Okay, if you're used to going 100 miles an hour, 22 hours of the day, and then all of a sudden you just want to like lay on the couch for half a day, which might end up happening when you completely burn out, by the way. Okay, that's not what I'm talking about. Not the same thing. That's not rest. That's your body's way of saying, fuck you, we're done. I'm talking about this intentional downtime. If you go from being 100 miles an hour to three miles an hour, your mind and your body are going to run amok. It's going to be incredibly uncomfortable. It's going to be very difficult. I'm not saying it's not possible. If that's more your jam, you're like a flip of the switch kind of person, then do what feels best for you. I'm just saying for the majority, that freaks your mind out. It freaks your body out. So what we need to do is start introducing off time. I made a video about this concept and put it on Facebook Reels. And after like 200,000 views and thousands of comments, shares and likes, I figured like this is a pretty good opportunity to make 
a podcast episode out of this to teach you a little bit more because everyone's like, oh my gosh, this is me. And one of the people said like, you know, I just really want to read more. I want to be able to curl up on my couch. I want to grab a book. I want to, to go through the stack of books that I have, but I don't have time. I feel guilty for sitting down and doing that. So in this particular situation, what introducing off time might look like is reading for five or 10 minutes. See, there's often this opposite or extreme where it's like, well, if I don't read half the book today, then now I have failed in a different way. My friend, you've got to stop doing that shit to yourself. Okay, you're not getting a medal for reading a half a book in a day. You are not going to get like the Nobel Peace Prize for, you know, cleaning the entire house instead of one room. We're talking about making incremental shifts in your life that add up to lasting change. And so reading for five or 10 minutes starts to introduce downtime to you. Okay, this lets your body know that like, hey, okay, we're trying something new. This might feel a little bit uncomfortable in the beginning. It absolutely will. But this allows you to start to build a tolerance to it. You get to absorb this a little bit and be like, okay, that wasn't so bad. I got to read. That felt good. I had some quiet time. That felt good. And then I got back to my list and that felt good. So how can you start to introduce the off time for yourself so that you're no longer resisting the thing that you want? Instead, you're starting to introduce it into your world. This is kind of like going to the gym, right? Like, I'm not just going to go to the gym and start running 90 minutes at a time. Like, my body's going to be like, screw you. This is stupid. We're not doing this. But I most certainly could hop on the treadmill and do a 20-minute walk or a five-minute jog or a two-minute sprint. It's about building endurance, tolerance, familiarity in your body. So how can you do this with the thing that you want? How can you start to introduce little incremental amounts of this and then slowly increase it over time in a way that feels really good? And lastly, you've got to catch it and shift it. Remember I told you about my story at the park. I caught the thoughts. I caught the feeling. I'm like, oh, I feel my mind wanting to run 100 miles an hour. I feel my body clenching up. I can feel this whole energetic shift happening. This is my opportunity to pause. The power of the pause is one of the most underrated fucking tactics that anybody could ever do. I mean, it literally gives you the opportunity to get back into your mind, back into your body, and then choose how you want to move forward differently. The reality also with this is it's up to you to break this cycle. No one's coming to do this for you. Like I can give you all the information in the world, but if you don't apply it, the same shit is going to continue to happen. So it's this ownership of self. It's owning like, hey, I want to have more downtime, but I feel really fucking uncomfortable. Okay, what are you willing to do about it? Are you willing to make some of these shifts? Are you willing to get temporarily uncomfortable in a new way so that you can have the freedom that you actually crave? Or are you going to keep feeding into it? Are you going to continue to use it as an excuse? Are you going to continue to use it as an anchor that stops you from doing the things that you actually want to do? Hmm. Some fucking Laura or a truth bombs there today. Get to know it. Catch it in the moment. Get curious about what it's trying to tell you. Where do you feel it in your body? Can you associate this with anything? Can you see where this has become a habit? Because when you catch it, then you can start talking to it. It softens it. You get to feel it. It comes up and then it moves out. Then you get back in your conscious mind and body. And that, my friend, is where you get to choose what you're going to do instead. 
that is where the change happens. Without that conscious decision to do something different, it continues because you can think about it all day. You can feel about it all day, which I'm going to guess you're very familiar with, as am I. But if we don't choose to do something different, that pattern continues. And that's where I think that the true power back moment here is, is that you get to change this. And it doesn't have to be huge. It doesn't have to be overnight. We're not flipping the fucking table over right now. We're just taking small incremental steps to introduce this back into our bodies, to let your body and your mind know that this is safe, that this is an option, that we have alternative options available to us. And from there, (laughs) limitless options, my friend, you get to start enjoying the thing that you actually want. Instead of running away from it or resisting it, you're living it. You're embracing it. It's part of your life and your routine. And when you really know what it is that you want, for me, again, it's freedom and white space, downtime, flexibility. I know that that's very important to me. And that gives me the opportunity to make conscious decisions to start living it. (sighs) I love these conversations with you, by the way. And I would absolutely love to hear if you implement this. Shoot me a message. I'm on Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram. I'm at that Laura Aura. And if you're really resonating with this, this is the kind of shit that I coach on, okay? You would be absolutely mind blown at the shifts that can happen in a 45 minute setting together. So if you're ready to make these shifts and you want somebody that's by your side to not only hold you accountable, but to help you see things from a new angle and perspective and have the tools to make the shifts, then go to lauraora.com, grab one of those free 10 spots that I've opened up. And let's get this movement going for you next year. Because if you're ready, my friend, then I'm ready. All you got to do is make the call. Thanks for always keeping it real with me, my friend. And as always, until I see you next time, stay gutsy.